Hey guys, how you doing? Uh, this is JP Saricolia coming to you once again with another episode of Age of Heroes, my podcast. And in today's podcast, uh, we are going to talk about the poisonous search of approval. And uh, we're going to explore uh, the eels that come with trying to, uh, as a collector, as a person that participates in any type of collectible, any type of hobby, looking for approval from your peers can be very, very dangerous. So we're going to discuss that in today's podcast. So stay tuned. Uh, but before we get into it, I want to thank those that support this channel, those that like the channel in YouTube, that subscribe to the channel. Thank you for leaving your comments. I appreciate your support. Also, thank you if you're listening through iTunes, Teacher, or Spreaker. Uh, thank you for listening to the podcast. You can always share the podcast too through your social media networks, um, through your friends. Thank you if you do that. That. And also to those that support me financially uh, through Patreon, PayPal, and GoFundMe. Thank you very much. You keep me in the air. So now without all those preambles, let's get into it. Um, it's definitely a, a good point. Um, starting this week, I want you to, I want to share this with you so uh, you can consider uh, the important factors that sometimes brings us into collectibles. Um, there's a lot of reasons why we collect things, whether it's video games, uh, whether it's action figures, whether it's statues, whether it's anything, movies, uh, diecast, whatever. Um, we are constantly purchasing things because we love this. The reason why, first of all, the reason why we, we collect things is because we love these things, because we love the culture around it. And, um, and there's a specific type of person that becomes a collector. Not everyone can be a collector. Um, a lot of people can like, you know, this type of hobbies. They can like the, the in this case, the pop culture, um, you know, things. You know, they can like these franchises, whether it's Marvel, DC, uh, Star Wars, whether it's anime, manga, you know, animation, film. All of that, there are, people that, there are people out there that really love this. And a collector is not necessarily just a fan, a day-to-day -day fan. It's a person that is invested into this franchise and loves the franchise, uh, sometimes in a way that is, goes to the extreme. You know, you have to be very extreme to become a collector. And um, there are many and plenty, plenty collections out there, plenty collectors that they have some of the most outrageously beautiful um, collections ever. You know, they're huge. They take over a house. They take over a room. And also, there are small collectors. They have a smaller, you know, smaller collections that are more representative of who they are. We all have differences. We all have um, different things that we like, things that we prefer. We, we prefer certain things over others. For example, with statue collectors, some people love museum pose uh, statues. Some people love action pose statues. Some people love one for scale. Some people love one six scale. Some people love, uh, you know, a smaller scale. Some people love big bus or large scale pieces like one third, um, you know, mi you know, medium scale, large scale, extra large scale, whatever scales. There's always someone that likes something, and as long as there's someone loving something, there's always going to be products in the market. There's going to be companies producing, uh, uh, in this case, uh, products uh, for this customers, for this people, because that's what they love. 
you know, we all have differences. You know, every person that comes to this channel, I know many of my friends here on this channel, many of you, uh, many of the subscribers here, uh, they have differences. You know, some people are here because they love the comic book stuff. Some people follow me because they love statues. Some of my initial followers follow me because uh, I used to review statues. That's how I started. And of course, then I went into books and a lot of people are following me because omnibuses and there's a lot of omnibus collectors, book collectors out there. Some people even follow me because of the movie reviews. Uh, people that love movies, they collect movies. Some people follow me because they like to probably listen to the sound of my voice and have this conversation through the podcast. Every person has a, diff a different motive, different reason why they uh, come to this channel or to the podcast because they want to hear things and they want to talk about certain things to start a conversation about some of the subjects that really matter to us. And to me, collectibles are something so uh, important. It's a big part of me because I've been collecting since I was a kid. And like I said, you know, to be a collector is more than just being a person that loves something, uh, a franchise or loves a, a different thing. It's you, there's something in you that you want to preserve, preserve the, pretty much the essence of those things that you love so much since you were a child. And there's something that, you know, I see nowadays, of course, as uh, collectibles and as a lot of this industry, so this hobby is the, the geek culture, the pop culture stuff has expanded, exploded in a way that is great through films, through a lot of social media. You're going to see that a lot of these franchises are really bigger, bigger than ever. You know, they're larger than ever. Uh, many of the kids that grew up in the 80s and 90s um, have now are older, and of course, they love these franchises, and they support these franchises, whether it's collectibles, video games, anything that has to do with it. You know, we put our heart and money into it because we love it, and we want to preserve it the way we remember it. And it's, it's phenomenal to see this, this ex explosion of life of people coming in. Uh, like, I, you know, I, I started collecting many years ago, probably around it's close to 20 years ago. Between 20 to 15 years ago, I started collecting. I was very young, started collecting. Back in the day, uh, statues, when uh, a lot of the statues, and I was already collecting uh, die-cast models at the same time, uh, it was a time where I remember uh, uh, statues were very, uh, it was a niche market. The only places to find statues was at comic book shops. Um, you know, go to com comic book conventions, and you will find, you know, the, pretty much the garage uh, type of, you know, of statues. There were not a big companies out there really pushing stuff. Bowen Designs was the first company that really started producing stuff uh, on a larger scale. Of course, with a franchise, it was the first company that was able to manage to get the Marvel license and started producing the Minibus line, which was very popular back in the day, and other things. And of course, also you have other companies. You had DC. And they were uh, producing their own content, but also you have other companies, uh, French companies, American companies. There was a lot of bunch of companies producing different stuff for different franchises. But I remember statues were very, very small. They were like probably a 110, 19, even smaller, 112. They were very tiny little pieces, uh, hand painted. They were beautifully crafted, but they, they, they were not as perfect as they are uh, you know, nowadays. But then, of course, a lot of other companies are coming into on board. Then you have SciShow Collectibles, which became huge and one of the biggest companies. And it's still the biggest company right now in the market, controls the market here in North America. And technically, kind of around the world, although there's other companies out there like XM Collectibles, Prime One that from Japan. But they're not necessarily the only companies out there. There's companies in Malaysia and Singapore, companies in Europe that definitely are pushing the envelope. Uh, you know, Iron Series in Brazil, uh, companies everywhere. There's companies everywhere. And now there's also a big expansion of the pretty much the 
again, of the garage market uh, with the customs, you know, people doing their own thing, uh, you know, doing stuff on their own, you know, on licensed products, but some of them are phenomenal. And the art is just tremendous. It's just magnificent. Now, uh, and that's as we have seen the growth, and I can tell you one thing, YouTube has been one of the biggest expanders or tools to, you know, to push this into the forefront. Like I said, years ago, there was no much to really know about statues. You have to go to those cons to find these things. You have to go to the forums, which were back then very small in comparison. And um, they were the only place to hang out with people. Uh, forums, I love forums. I expressed it many times before. I really enjoy forums. Uh, although I, I'm not a big forum fan anymore. Not a fan, but a follower as much as I was because they're a dying breed. They're not as fast paced. They're not uh, as uh, up to date in regards to in, in, you comparing with Facebook, uh, Facebook groups. And definitely it's not the place to go. You know, you can now go in social media. You know, you have Twitter, you have Facebook, you have uh, YouTube, you have all these different outlets where you can see things uh, up close and personal. You can visualize what you're seeing. You can interact with the the artists, with the creators. Uh, so it's a more direct contact, which also brings a lot of problems. What it has done is has brought a lot of people into collectibles. And I'm talking about statues, but not necessarily only statues, because you also have action figures, which is also big. Uh, you know, with Hot Toys and, you know, other companies all as well. So all of this is bringing a lot of people into collectibles. And um, it is bigger than ever. The communities are bigger than ever. Now, I was, I'm going to this, uh, these groups. I remember when the group started in Facebook, and uh, initially it started with these groups when they're very small. There were small groups where only have like 30, 40, 50 people. You have some of the biggest groups, perhaps with, um, you know, 100 people, 200, 300. Then it went into uh, 1,000, 5,000. And, and, you know, having a group with a 5,000 members was huge. But now these groups are going into the 50,000, 20,000, 30,000. The same happens with a lot of these channels. Remember when channels started back in the day when I was I had my channel with statues? Um, I only have like a couple of hundreds of followers. You know, that was a small niche group. But now you have like, you know, group channels that have like 5,000, 6,000, 10,000, 20,000. You know, their channels are growing and expanding. And this is growing in a, in a really fast pace. People are interested in collectibles more than ever. There's websites, there's podcasts, there's all kinds of places where you can hear information about collectibles. And it's amazing uh, the progress that we have seen so far. And also, this has brought a lot of new customers, new people, which is a great advertisement for companies. Uh, people are seeing people, you know, watching reviews. They're talking to people. They see videos live with a lot of collectors. So it's becoming such a monumental place, you know, to be. And a lot of people, because they, a lot of people love the trends. A lot of people follow this because it's cool. It's super interesting. You know, I can tell you one thing. I started collecting big time. You know, I've been collecting for many years, but I got really into it, really big time and, and the beginnings of YouTube when YouTube started you started popping up the first channels uh, produ you know producing content for you know statue reviewers you know starting reviewers like Alcacel uh, I remember those were the initial ones even statue hunter 75 which is happened to be a Dean is a friend of mine um, definitely you know th that's how it really became really big into collecting because of this initials channels uh, and of course nowadays many of the channels are no longer go are gone they're not doing any more pro you know producing more videos personal reasons they just moved on uh, but there's other channels that have grown have come after some channels 
are grow, are growing really fast and they only have a year, two years pretty much life. And you see all this growth in, into the, in the community and you see groups popping up everywhere. And there's a lot of pages and a lot of followers. And sadly, Sadly, and I'm going into this, the detail of today's video. Sadly, there's a lot of people, there's a lot of toxic people too in these groups. A lot of toxicity, a lot of people that are really, you, you talk, you're looking at the attention seekers, you, you're looking at people that they're there, not necessarily because they, they, they want to, um, I would say, to give something to the community and to help the community. They're just there for their own personal gain. There's a lot of people that are there that are only there for personal gain. Uh, and unfortunately, um, it is, uh, it really waters down the experience for a lot of collectors, particularly those that have been collecting for many years. I can tell you one thing. I don't consider myself the biggest collector in the world. I, I have gone through a lot of collectibles. I have worked with, uh, forums and, and particularly I, I, what used to be, of course, uh, 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 head reviewer for Statue Forum for a long time. I know a lot of people in the industry, a lot of big collectors, uh, some of the biggest collectors in the world. Uh, you know, I, I am a friend with some of them, some of them that don't really participate much in social media. Uh, and you know, but you know, the people that are more outspoken are just this newcomer. You see a lot of newcomers into the hobby. They, you know, and some of them are very abrasive in their personality. Uh, and, uh, unfortunately it brings all kinds into the table. Which it's good that you have people from all over the world and, you know, all type of genders. I remember when it used to be just males. Now you see a lot of females and a lot of women. And, and I like that. I like to see women. I, I like to see people from different ethnicities, different nationalities, people from Europe, from Asia, from Latin America, uh, people from Australia, people from, you know, Africa, you know, the Middle East. I have friends from all over the place through, um, you know, collectibles. And I love the interactions that I have with many of them. But also, you bring a lot of people that aren't necessarily, uh, you know, they're collectors, they're brand new collectors, but they come with a mindset that is totally different than the mindset of the previous generation, which was collectibles. Uh, they're more into the entertainment part of it. And definitely, this is something is that because I do see also a lot of people, and uh, sometimes, you know, even you get into in the Facebook groups, and, you know, sometimes some conversations become very heated, but um, to the extreme, you know, I remember in forums, it was difficult really to get heated, you know, they got heated, but there was a limitation of the, the things that you could say, you know, there was, you know, there were, you couldn't use foul language, you couldn't say this, you couldn't say that, you couldn't bring religion into this, or politics, it, it was a way for them to filter the communication, it was easier, it's easier for mods to do it however with facebook you don't have the same limitations and of course into this banner of free speech you see people attacking personal uh, people based on religion based on race based on personal profile based on personal facts of life with something that forms in a habit because technically there is a privacy into every profile you are a private individual you are just a persona you know for the longest time in my life i was jp sari and people always knew, knew me as jp sari through the forums and that's all they knew they didn't see my face they didn't know who i was it wasn't until a couple of years ago when i actually presented my face for the first time in this channel um, and you know what? But, you know, those barriers have come down. People can see people face to face more, more than ever. And uh, it's good and it's bad. It is good because it brings more, uh, you know, it, it brings uh, these people together. You become friends. You know, you get closer to people. You know people on a much personal basis. Uh, it's bad because it also brings your, on, on, you know, you as a person into the forefront. And now people can look at your life and they can make judgment of your life. And, you know, some people definitely, uh, primarily the immature people in the groups are going to judge people based on a lot of factors.
factors that had nothing to do with what you are in that hobby or in this hobby or in that group in the first place with with in this case collectibles and it is sad that it's happened now the reason of this video and, and the reason of this title you know the poisonous surge of approval um it means that uh, what i'm trying to convey today is that it's very dangerous it's dangerous to try to seek people's acceptance or approval from people um, no matter what happens, no matter what you do, you're always going to rub some feathers. No matter what, how you say it, no matter if you say it nicely or not, some people are always going to misconstruct what you say or they're going to misunderstand what you say. Uh, and sometimes it's a personal bias thing. And sometimes people have a, a poor uh, reading comprehension. And sometimes people are uh, seeing through things beyond that. And sometimes it's just their insecurities, the immaturity. Uh, and sometimes people, they're just looking for a fight. They're looking for a reason to fight maybe to blow some steam and, you know, trying to let go because they have frustrations in their life. No matter what, you're always going to get into this conversation with people. They're going to uh, be toxic. And, you know, I've been through that many, many, many times. You know, I'm the type of person that I'm a thinker. As you know, I, you can see that I'm a thinker. I sometimes say things faster or think faster than what I'm thinking. So sometimes things don't come across as proper. And of course, English is not my first language. It's my second language. And um, so sometimes things can get in, in, in the way they can get all um, distorted, you know, and I might be the one, the cost of doing that, but I try to be as explicit, but I, at the same time, but I'm trying to be as clear as possible without really hurting people's feelings. And sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes people get hurt. And sometimes it's not because that's my intention. It's because people already are prone to it. Some people are just prone to be offended. And you're always going to find that everywhere you go. Um, the best thing to do is just to walk away. You know, sometimes it takes me a little while to walk away from these conversations. I have to say something smart back. If somebody says something smart back, you know, the other day I had a person that was just saying some stuff, you know, I just said, uh, you know, a person asked a question, uh, the, you know, the person replied with a really aggressive, uh, you know, had an aggressive response. And I just went back and I said, well, you, you are right because he was right in some points. But I said, you know, I think what he's inferring is this. And of course the person went into the personal attack right away. So just saying names, calling me names and calling all F this and F that. Of course, he received the same response from me, the same level of energy. And then, of course, he's trying to say, well, you know, you're a big, big this or big that or you're a big collector. Then show me your collection, post your picture because, you're, you know, I want to see what you got. And to me, that was like, I'm not going to get down to that level. I'm a collector. I'm a being a collector. As you can see. My collection or the things that I've collected, many of them are open. You know, you, I told them you can watch my videos. You can go to the forums. You can watch my pictures. You can Google my name, JP Sari. You'll find the information. I don't need to justify myself to you. I don't need to express who I am to you. You know, whoever you are, it's your life. You know, I'm, I didn't ask you. Show me your collection. I'm not comparing here, you know, you know, like, you know, you know, this with yours. I'm not comparing your collection with my collection. You know, that's not the point. You know, we started a conversation. I give you an answer um, and you just took it in the wrong way. You took it as an offense. And, and that's your problem. I'm going to play with you. I'm just going to let you go. You stay here. You know, I, I'm here to talk with collectors. You know, I'm here to have conversation with collectors, not with wannabes, not with groupies. You know, with people that are here just because it's cool to be a collector. Because right now, like I said, everyone wants to be a collector because it's the cool thing. It's a trend. But trends go away. You know, they come and go. A lot of people come and go into collectibles. Collectors are those that have been collecting for years. Are collectors that have started since maybe they were 
kids and they love what they do and they stay regardless if this or that, you know. And the problem right now is that you see a lot of trend seekers and a lot of attention seekers and you get to see a lot of people that are only collecting something because it's something they're looking for approval maybe because they they don't have it at home or they don't have it at their job or they don't have it at their life and they're here to seek that one of the things i love when people showcase their collections i love to watch people's collections i love when people showcase their new stuff and they do it look at this and they have questions but i also can see the people that they just do it as a way to brag about it you know just to brag about it and i never felt the need to brag about anything uh, I personally don't brag about what I have or what I don't have. You know, like a collector, I've been through collections. I've been, uh, I have increased my collection. I decreased my collection. I sold pieces. I bought pieces. I traded pieces. I have done everything collectors normally do for to keep what I want. In recent years, you know, like I've been doing a lot of stuff with this channel. Now what I started, I, I sold a big chunk of it. You know, I sold a lot of pieces because I needed the money in order to sustain my vision with this channel and with the podcast. Um, you know, and so right now I'm not really much into collectibles as much as I was. But that's not I mean that I'm not a collector because I'm always going to be a collector. I'm always going to love these things. It's always going to be a big part of me, whether, uh, you know, the, 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 you know, the world changes, whether the economy changes, whether the prices changes, whether they go up and down, whether the companies, the people lose steam on it and they move on into other things, whether a company closes because companies also go through process like Boeing designs, went and closed, whether a company like Kodovikia closes a line, like they close the line of the fine art or statues, whether they do all of those things, I'm still going to remain because it is who I am. It's, in, it's part of me. It's always been part of me. I, I see constantly people that they get tired of this and move on. They move on because they work here just as strength seekers they were here just for the time because they were looking for something for entertain to entertain themselves or they were looking for friendships but not necessarily because they care about it ultimately my purpose is not you know although i love the friendships i have i still love the art and i love the collectibles and i love the statues and I love it regardless if people stay here, regardless of the, the, the value decrease of my pieces, regardless of anything, because I care about this. this. These things are, you know, they might not mean a lot to a lot of people, but I love to that, you know, to keep them, but also to keep the art because it keeps the art alive, particularly when the art represents the characters, you know, as we remember growing up, whether, you know, we read the comics, watch the movies, the cartoons, all of that. Definitely, it is very difficult, and I can tell you one thing, and I can recommend this to you. If you want to take away from this video today, it's very simple. Whatever you do, if you are a collector, whether you collect action figures, whether they're expensive or not, whether they're small, you know, little scales or big scales, or, you know, fancy scales, or whether they're statues, you know, die casts, you know, omnibuses, you know, retro gaming, whatever you collect, do it. For yourself, and I said that before. Do it from the heart. It was in a pod, you know, podcast, an episode that a lot of people love. Do it from the heart. Do it from your heart. Do it not seeking attention, not not seeking the approval of people. Because regardless, you you're gonna have people that are gonna like what you present, but some people you know are not going to like. Some people are not going to like it, and some people are going to criticize it. And some people, not only that, they're not gonna criticize it. They're going to criticize you because of their perception. Whether it's ill or not, they're going to criticize you, whether it's because of jealousy, because it's because uh, they disagree with you uh, or whatever reason, because they had a bad day. They're going to disagree with you. So don't seek for that attention. Do things to please yourself. 
I, I presented a video no long ago where I talk about tips for people that are getting into statue collecting. Follow those tips. Whatever you do, you know, don't compare yourself with the big ones, the, the people that have been here the longest, or the people that have the biggest things, because, you know, that's something that might just not last. I've seen so many collectors that they started just like that, get so many stuff. They got in depth for so, so quickly. And then a year, two years later, they sell everything and they walk away because technically they were not here, you know, for the collectibles. They were not here to preserve the art. They were not here because they were true fans. They were here just because they were attention seekers. So they were finding something to do to try to compensate for something that they're dealing with, whether it's emotional, physical, economical, whatever reason. And a lot of people do that. And a lot of people here that is looking for that attention and they're looking for approval. You know, just do what pleases you. You know, follow your heart. You know, and I said that many, many times. Whatever you collect, it should represent you. It should represent what you are, who you are. And whether there is a small scale, whether there is a large scale, whether there is buzz, whether there is, you know, China dolls, I, you know, I don't care. Whatever you collect should be you. And if people don't like it, so be it. It has to be what you like because ultimately you're the one that has to please um, yourself and you're the one that has to live with that collection. You know, people are going to come, people are going to go, friends will come, friends will go, um, you know, acquaintance and all that. But ultimately, you're going to remain with that collection. And of course, that collection is going to change, it's going to evolve. Times are going to be rough and sometimes times are going to be good and sometimes it's going to grow really fast, it's going to grow really slow, it's going to decrease. But do whatever you need to do in order to please yourself. Do it from the heart. So once again, thanks for um, um, you know watching this video. You're doing this through YouTube. Uh, thanks for listening if you're doing it through iTunes, Teacher or Spreaker. Um, do not let um, the poisonous ideas or the poisonous search um, of you know approval uh, destroy your vision. You know, don't let that bring put that poison in your life that really stop you from enjoying what you're doing. The most important reason why you're doing what you're doing is because you've, you're looking for enjoyment. This is something that brings joy. And if it doesn't bring joy, then, of course, you need to change something. And one of those reasons, maybe you need to stop, you know, walk away from the toxic people and the naysayers and the people that they're all they're looking for is for a fight. So that's my recommendation for you for this week. Uh, keep that in mind. You know, I, I hope the best for you, uh, you know, all the blessings throughout this week, throughout your job, your family, your health, your, your collection, your finances, whatever reason uh, and don't forget if you're watching this on youtube like comment and subscribe if you're listening to the podcast please share it uh, with your friends you can do that through social media follow me on the different social media platforms facebook instagram twitter and also consider supporting me financially you can do that through patreon uh, paypal and gofundme all the uh, links are down below so god bless you i'll talk to you again bye bye